You are listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish Podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God. Blessed brothers and sisters of our blessed parish and our blessed guests who are joining us from wherever you are for this Mass. Today is the third Sunday of Easter. And as you all know, I love sermon series. So we are on day three of our sermon series. The main theme for the Easter series is Disciples of the Third Day. Disciples of the Third Day. And today, we're going to talk about the Emmaus story as our Catholic story. I would like that you repeat that with me. The Emmaus story is our Catholic story. For us Catholics, today's story is very important. It helps us to understand our Catholic worship tradition. I'm going to highlight a few important elements about the Emmaus story. So join me now to make this journey to Emmaus, which is very important for every Catholic to make. If you have never made a journey to Emmaus, it will be very difficult for you to be a Catholic because it is at Emmaus that our worship tradition after the resurrection was defined. And remember that today, the Mass was celebrated by Christ on that first evening of the resurrection. So today we are going to look at the first mass of the resurrection presided by Christ. What are the lessons? The first lesson we will discover as Catholics is that at Emmaus we learn that Christ is always near with us. Christ is always near with us. He is always beside us. The risen Christ takes each of us seriously. We are all important in the eyes of the risen Christ. The two disciples were walking. He was there. He was there with them. He met them. Christ is always near with us. He did not meet them in the chapel or at mass in the church. He met them on the way. He accompanied them on the way. Christ is always with us. Wherever you are there, now, wherever you are, Christ is beside you. The challenge is that we do not recognize him. We do not recognize Christ when he is beside us. Like the two disciples of Emmaus, they did not recognize him. Most of the time, we think that Christ is not with, with us. The risen Christ loves us, and he's always there. Secondly, the risen Christ, we'll see at Emmaus, joins us wherever we are. He joins us wherever we are on the road of life. The road of life is very, very difficult sometimes. Very, very difficult. But 
the risen Christ, he joins us to walk with us on that very, very difficult part of life. You may be going through an illness. That is your road of life. Now we are going through this COVID-19 pandemic. The risen Christ knows that. He knows that the world is suffering. He knows that people are dying. But the risen Christ wants to join you with us on this horrible, horrible pandemic that is destroying lives. You cannot come from us to receive the Eucharist. Can you imagine on such a day, on such a day of the Eucharist, you cannot come. But guess what? The risen Lord wants to join you with us even at this time. He wants to join us in that journey. And that's why we say as Catholics, nothing just happens. If you are a Catholic, you must understand this phrase. Nothing just happens. Because as we see in Amaeus, the risen Lord joins us on the journey of the road of life. Now, we are suffering. He is there. He joins us even as kids. Kids, he knows who you are. He joins us at every stage of our life. When I was a child, the risen Christ accompanied me. When I was a, a teen, the risen Christ accompanied me. When I was an adult, now, the risen Christ accompanied me. Now, as a priest, the risen Christ accompanied me. He accompanies us like the two disciples of Emmaus in the journey of life. Now, let's go back to the gospel. The two disciples were, were, were bitter. They had lost hope. Hope. Because that the person they believed in, Jesus Christ, had been killed. Had been killed. We have lost hope now because of the COVID-19. COVID we are like the two disciples of Emmaus. But Christ journeyed with them. He walked with them. He knew that they were having these problems. He joined with them and said, guys, I am with you. But they did not recognize him. Some of us have left the church because of this virus. Some of us have given up hope. Don't give up hope. Don't give up hope. The risen Christ is joining with you like the two disciples on the way to Emmaus. This is our caliphate. Thirdly, at Emmaus, we discover that the only way we can recognize Jesus is in the Eucharist. That is our caliphate. At Emmaus, our caliphate and worship is defined. It's word and sacrament. When the, the disciples lost hope, what did Jesus do? He went back to the scriptures, the word of God. He started explaining the scriptures to them. He went to the scriptures. That's our worship. When we come from Mass, we read, we read the word of God. We just heard the word of God. The risen Lord comes with his word. He's explained to them, guys, didn't you know that the Christ will suffer and will rise again from the dead in the scriptures? Why are you worried? Christians, why are you worried? Christ knows what is going. The pandemic will come to an end. It will come to an end. Don't you know that Christ is there with us? Don't you know about the scriptures that he rose from the dead? That the tomb cannot contain God? That this obstacle will be removed? This obstacle will be removed. Don't be worried. The scripture tells us this obstacle of the COVID-19 will go someday. Don't be worried. The risen Christ used the scriptures 
and explained to the two disciples. They were like, oh my God, this man is saying something very important to us. This is the scriptures. Again, they did not understand. They did not recognize Jesus. They were walking. They got to their home. Jesus moved ahead as if he would leave them. They said, Lord, stay with us. Stay with us. Jesus joins them. Guess what happens? A stranger now becomes the host of the house. Can you imagine? A stranger becomes the host of the house. The first mass was celebrated in a home. The first mass of the resurrection was celebrated in a home. Can you imagine? You are your home now. You are following this mass. The first mass was celebrated after the resurrection by Jesus in the home. In that home of Clopas, the two disciples, Jesus takes bread, and I will do that this, today, very soon. He takes bread. He raises up. He blesses it. He breaks it and shares it to the disciples. What happened? They recognize him at the breaking of the bread, the Eucharist. At the Emmaus, the Lord is saying that if you want to know me, the only way you can find me, the only place you can find me on this earth is in the Eucharist. This is how powerful the Eucharist is. The two disciples recognized Jesus only when he broke the bread. Can you imagine that? We can only recognize Jesus today only when we participate at Mass. That is the power of the Eucharist. That is the power of the Mass in our lives as Catholics. And this is what we learn at Emmaus. Sometimes I feel sad when I see Catholics leave the church. They leave the Eucharist. I feel so sad. Today you have a lot of Bible churches. That is good. Bible churches are good. But that is not the complete truth. Christ begins with the scriptures, yes, Bible. He began by explaining the Bible, yes. But he did not end with the Bible. Bible churches are incomplete churches in the sense that they take the Emmaus story and don't take it to the end. After the scriptures, what happens? There is a Eucharist, word of God and the sacrament. The two are important. That is Catholicism. That is our Catholic faith. The word of God, the Eucharist. Jesus Christ explains the word of God. Then the word of God leads them to understand the four acts. When Christ takes the bread, he blesses it, he breaks it, and shows it to them. Their eyes were open. They recognized Jesus in the breaking of bread. That's why I've said it is so sad when I see Catholics leave the Eucharist and go to Bible churches. It is incomplete. It is incomplete. And at Emmaus, our faith is defined. There are two disciples. It represents the two natures of Christ. Christ was not only man, but God. The human and the divine. The two disciples represent the two natures of God. Christ is both God and man. That is why when he raised up the Eucharist, he disappeared in the midst as God. But he was there as man. He walked with him as man. But when he raised up the Eucharist, he showed his true nature. 
is not only man, but Christ is the risen Lord. He is the resurrected Lord. So he can meet us anywhere we are. This is the good news of the Eucharist. My dear brothers and sisters of our blessed parish, you know about the Beraka ministry. The Beraka ministry, a movement which I run, was inspired by this gospel. That's why I'm very passionate about this gospel. Because this gospel today defines who we are as Catholics. And that's why I said today, the Emil story is our Catholic story. If you don't go to Emmaus, you can never understand our Catholic story. 2,000 years, Catholics are celebrating the Eucharist, the Word of God and the Eucharist. I know you are missing the Eucharist. I know you should be angry. You should be bitter because Christ has said today, you recognize me, you know me, you encounter me today, all the time at the, in the Eucharist. But Christ knows that. Christ knows that. He is with us. So don't give up, please. Don't give up. The time will come when all will gather, come back again to gather at the Eucharist. And in the ministry of Berakar, we said what? What is the outcome? When the disciples, when the disciples recognized Jesus, what did they do? Were they quiet? Were they quiet? We are told that they got up and ran with joy, with joy to Jerusalem to tell the good news of the Eucharist. We have seen the Lord. We have witnessed the Lord in the Eucharist face to face. We received him in the Eucharist. Can you imagine? They went and told the story. Joy, gratitude, appreciation is the outcome of a Catholic. If you're a Catholic and you are receiving the Eucharist and you don't live a joyful life, there's a problem. There is a problem. Because the Eucharist is the meal of gratitude. That's why it's called Belakar. That's why it's called Thanksgiving Eucharist. We gather always to thank God. Wherever you are, please give thanks to God. Tell the Lord, Lord, I am not happy what is going on, but Lord, I say thank you because I know that you are still in charge. I know, Lord, that you are still in charge because you are always there with us as the risen Christ. Be Catholic, be Eucharistic, be joyful. If you are truly Catholic, you cannot be Catholic without being Eucharistic. You cannot be Eucharistic without being joyful. That is why, as Beraka members in a wonderful parish of the Blessed Sacrament, you must be Catholic, you must be Eucharistic, and you must be joyful. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's praise God. Thank you for listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God.